Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Bienvenidos to a new episode of Fate with Faith. This is the host, Raquel Maria. Today, I have the pleasure to interview Lauren Weston, a close friend of mine who is a personal trainer at Crunch Gym. She discusses her passion and how the lifestyle of a trainer came about into her life, how it was introduced, and just overall some tips and tricks on how to stay fit. Also, we talk about mental health versus your physical health and how important it is to a person and how much at a young age it's important to implement that in your life. Hi, we're here at Escape Route Juice Street with Lauren Weston, one of my good friends from French Gym. How are you doing today, Lauren? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking time to sit down with us and talk about all of this um, gym. I'll just jump right into the question. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Tell us a little about yourself and how you were first introduced to the gym. So I am originally from Pennsylvania, um, and I got started at the gym, my mom and I, when I was in high school. We started taking, like, group fitness classes, and then from there we met um, the trainer of the classes, basically, did personal training. So her and I started doing personal training. And I loved it. Like, I didn't play sports in high school. I literally hated sports. I played golf for, like, a year because my best friend made me do it with her. Um, and then from there, I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can do this. It's like a job. Like, I can hang out at the gym all day and <laughs> tell people, like, how to lift weights and help them reach their goals. Like, this is so cool. So that kind of really got me started on the path that I am now. And now I've been doing it for almost four years. And I love it. Four years, wow. And so this all started in Pennsylvania and then transitioned to Florida? Yeah. Yep. Wow. And how did you hear about French Gym? So when I first moved down here, I was living up in Spring Hill with my parents. And the very first person that I met was, ironically, a trainer at Anytime Fitness. His name was Gage. And that he was great. You know, we were really good friends. And he started working for Crunch. Him and I stayed in contact because he was literally like the only person that I knew down here. And he was just telling me how much he loved working for Crunch, you know, how much he loved being a trainer. And at the time I was managing a DNC and I was like, you know, I went to school for nutrition. I really wanted to get into the training side of things. And I was like, let me just see if I can, you know, do it. And here we are. Four years later. Four years wow. later. Almost four years. Almost four years. Yeah. Okay. And so you actually started at Crunch when it just opened, right? Yep. Yep. I've been there since that the countryside location opened. Wow. Well, before really, because we started like training on how to do the position like yeah. a couple months before. And wasn't that opened. a gym before Crunch was even there? Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess it has been like two gyms before this. It's been a movie theater. Some of my clients are like, I remember coming in here, going to the movies, eating my popcorn. <laughs> like, cool. I love that for you. <laughs> Here Thanks we are the working story. out now. <laughs> it's really followed you through the years. <laughs> I mean, that's Florida for you. And Clearwater, because it's such a small town. Okay, and so transitioning on to the next question. Who inspired you or who do you look up to in your fitness journey? So I guess I don't really have anyone like specifically that I like look up to. Um, I know kind of we were talking earlier how like the fitness industry is something that's always changing, like health, nutrition. It's something that's, you know, always advancing, always moving forward. And I learn something new from my coworkers, my bosses, you know, things that I read online, like every day. So there's always something new to learn. Um, 
the person that inspired me to like get into fitness was, you know, my personal trainer that I had back up in Pennsylvania. So he's the one that really sparked it. And now it's just kind of been this forever learning process of trial and error. Like, oh my gosh, does this work? Yes. Does this work? No. Um, I'm just going from there and, you know, like learning as we go. Yeah. 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 Was it intimidating at the beginning? Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I think that was like the hardest thing when the gym opened was being able to express like the knowledge that I had onto other people of like, this is why you need to, you know, worry about your health. This is why you need to worry about your fitness. And this is why so that you are working out and um, staying healthy. Next question. What is the one song that you feel motivates you in the most? What's the one song that motivates you in the gym the most or during like an intense workout? So I don't have one song specifically. Um, it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Like I literally have my Spotify playlists of my made for you daily mixes. Sometimes I don't even make it all the way through a song. Like I am constantly changing the vibe of my music just because I never know what I'm in the mood for. Yeah. <laughs> how do you spread out your workouts? Like how do you implement them when you're working at the gym and then you have some downtime? How does that all work out? <laughs> so that is the golden question, isn't it? Um, so it's more so been just kind of like finding the motivation and keeping the motivation up because, you know, on a daily basis, I preach to people, you have to come, you have to work out. Like it's so good for you. And sometimes I find myself not really following those guidelines, but you know, it's just finding that motivation of, okay, I know it's good for me. I have to do it. I'm, you know, telling my clients that I have to do it. So I have to be able to back up basically what I'm, you know, saying to these people. Um, so just kind of scheduling out that time in the day to make sure I can eat, make sure I can, you know, fit the workout in around the people that I have scheduled for my day. Yeah. Like a little bit of balance. And then yes. you're, health how do you balance that like how healthy do you eat or like are you a glamorous chef over here <laughs> I wish I was a glamorous chef um <laughs> I try to make the easiest things that I possibly can like ground beef and rice put a little ranch dressing on that that's the uh, chef's kiss right there um the go-to the go-to easy it's quick but no I mean I think everything in moderation and balance is good what I tell my clients is, you know, you don't have to follow these crazy diets of cutting this out, cutting that out. Like if you do that, you're literally going to hate your life. Yeah. Like you want to be able to enjoy your life. You want to be able to enjoy the foods that you eat. Like if you want to have a cookie, like go eat a cookie. Like it's okay. Obviously you don't like eat a whole huge pack of Oreos in a matter of an hour, but everything in moderation is so important. And just making sure that your body is getting like enough of the nutrients it needs to you know, get you through the day, get you through your workouts and so water. you can function in water. Oh my gosh. Yes. Water is so important. So many people come in they're like, well, I've had my one little 12 ounce water bottle to drink today. I'm like, how are you alive and functioning? I don't understand. Um, yeah. The water is just going to help your body process everything that it needs to, you know, it'll give you more energy. Your, your metabolism. Yeah. Help your metabolism. It's just, it's very important. Yeah. yeah <laughs> just as sure. important as the food that you're eating. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then how about when like a big meal comes or like your family's in town? Did you like have any like special events growing up where you're like, like Thanksgiving? Oh. Let's talk about that. 
let it all let it all out on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, with the holidays and like vacations and things like that, of course you're going to want to eat more. We're, you know, discussing earlier how every year we would go on our family vacation. We'd go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and there's a restaurant there called Krabby Mike's. All you can eat crab legs. My family and I, we would literally like starve ourselves the whole day because we knew that night it was going down. It was going <laughs> down. Like the last supper type of feast. Absolutely. Like as many crab legs as we could possibly eat. Like I would probably go up to that buffet like 20 times. Like we would warn them when we came in the door. We were like, listen, you better just keep those stocked up we there. We drove a long way. Yeah. So, you know, just being able to recognize that there are special things like that. Yeah. Holidays, you know, special vacations or special meals that you're going to have that you're going to want to overindulge a little bit on. And that's okay. Like, you can overindulge every once in a while. Just making sure that you're doing it with balance. Yeah. And then are you guys the type of family growing up that you would wake up early for, like, the turkey trot, do those three miles? Um, my mom and I did a couple of races. <laughs> um, my dad wouldn't be caught dead doing a race. Um, I think maybe there were two times that we got him to come into the gym with us and he would like do his little thing on the elliptical and he had like had enough of that. It's not his thing, <laughs> not really into it. Um, yeah. So my mom and I did maybe like a handful of races. We would never like seriously, like competitively do them. I'm not a very competitive person and neither is my mom. It's just participating in, in them and, and doing them. The color run. We used to do the color run. That was always really fun. Is that not, daytime like or nighttime? Daytime. Yeah. Okay. It's like with the chalk bags and they like throw the chalk at you as you're like running and you're like, Oh my God, hit me. I want to be pink. I want to be blue. So, uh, yeah, it was always fun. <laughs> I love that. What do you ever like to do? Night running? Like, don't they have this special event? I think they do. They have like glow runs or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I would probably do it. Like I said, I wouldn't do it competitively and I certainly wouldn't run it, but I would like fast walk it. Let's do it. I'm going to sign up for that. <laughs> okay, okay. I know they also have Disney. Don't they have like special marathons? <sighs> they do. Is that a dream of oh yours? Oh my gosh. Um, also, would I ever do the whole marathon? No. Would I do the 5K? Yes, I would consider. Um. Would I do it competitively once again? No. Would I do it to take pictures with the characters? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would totally do that. Sure. <laughs> okay, let's switch it up a little bit. How about this question? How important is mental health to you? How big is mental health to me? It is. It's so important. And I think now as, you know, things are happening in the world, like I remember back when I was in high school, it was not really anything you ever like thought about. And it, I think has to do with like your age as well, which I mean, back when I was in high school, back in my day, um, there weren't a lot of things that you had to necessarily like stress about personally. I know, you know, some people that are kids have a lot to deal with and a lot that they're going through, but it's not something that you really think about. And I didn't really think about it until I was like out on my own and like doing life. Like, you know, I have bills to pay. I have a job to do. Like, you don't really consider mental health until you have to consider mental health. But I think it's just as important as your physical health sometimes, if not more, like sure. you could be in the gym working so hard and, you know, physically you're so healthy, but are you happy? Like, are you happy with your life that you're living? Are you happy with, you know, what you're doing? Like at the end of the day, are you going to bed? Like oh, I had a really nice fulfilling day or are you going to bed? Like, well, you know, I'm, I'm healthy, but, uh, I hate my life. I hate where I'm at. Like this sucks. 
So it's definitely, definitely important. Yeah, it's definitely a concern because at the end of the day, like, do you ask your clients, like, hey, how was this routine for you? Did you like this? Do you actually enjoy it? Would you do this on your own? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's another important thing to have, especially when it comes to like retention and making sure people, you know, want to come back and continue training is making sure that they're enjoying the exercises, making sure that, you know, they're getting their results, but they're enjoying how they're doing it. Like I could have, you know, Susie do, you know, hundreds of burpees and, you know, she'll (laughs) lose weight, but she comes in every day and she hates it. And she's like, I never want to see your face again. Like, what's the point of that? So when it goes back to the balance, everything with balance. Everything and, in moderation. Yeah. Yep. And then our last question. During peak COVID times, how did you manage to keep work and your own personal motivation strong? So thankfully, I lived with two other people that were also trainers. So we helped keep each other motivated. And we kind of had a routine down where we would go to like the park every day. We would work out every morning. There was a whole group of us that would go. So I think just having like the other people around you that also were in that same mindset really helped to, you know, keep everything motivated and keep you going. And honestly, like during COVID, there was really not a lot going on. So what else did you have to do other than, you know, go outside, be active, you know, try to stay healthy because that was important, you know, keeping healthy through exercise, you know, keeping your immunity up, especially when, you know, we didn't really know how COVID was going to play out. Like making sure everyone was at their peak health so you weren't at risk for anything bad to happen. Did you personally get COVID early on or later? I, knock on wood, have never had it. Not that I know of, at least. I mean, I took a COVID test once when everything opened back up. And I remember um, one of my coworkers at work tested positive for it and they made us all go and get it. And I told myself I was never going to get that test again because it was the worst thing I'd ever endured. Um, but no, I mean, thankfully I've been pretty healthy through it all. And not that I know of, I haven't had it. Thank God. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Lauren, thank you so much for your time yeah, for course. sitting down with us. And we have a race to, to go on the glow and the Disney. Disney. Oh, Disney girl. Let's count me in. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Fate with Faith. This is the host, Raquel Maria. Catch you guys next time.